This week we have a wonderful chit-chat about what's going on. We discussed Fat Slut this Friday at Precinct. Come hungry. We then talk about Dragula, and we discuss why it's really fucked up to be rude to people when you first meet them if you don't fucking know them. Yes, and um, also we have some chit-chats about making internet content and how we consume all the crazy shit in the world on our fucking phones all the time. It's time to call for a ceasefire and free Palestine. Watermelon, watermelon. Watermelon sugar. M. Oh. M. Mom! When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with a sloppy second. Oh, diva. Our number is 213-536-9180-SLOPPYSECONDS-POD-AT-G-O.COM. Now on with the show. Welcome to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper, Meeple, and Meeple, and that's Big Dipper. Show. You gotta be able to hit all the notes, baby. I fell so hard last night. Scallion pancake. Oh, so you make them? Yes. You hear that crisp? No. But to go through it. What's See, that, the recipe? Well, you it starts with um, a set of car keys, and then you drive to Trader Joe's, and then and you, you buy, buy the scallion of pancakes. Scallion. <laughs> and then Stop! when you wake up in the morning, you just you said like I make sleep. them. Well, I cook them. Okay. No, you didn't cook. I know how that makes people mad. Yeah, it makes you mad unless it's you doing it. Exactly. That's how life works. What have you been up to? Listen, we got a lot to talk about. We went to two Christmas parties. Well, you went to two Christmas parties in one day. I went to two Christmas parties. Uh Uh-huh. I've set a record for the least amount of time I've spent at a party ever. Did they clock? No one clocked. And even if they did, I'm sure they wouldn't even say anything. I went in. I said hello to the host. I said, lovely home. I took a look around her home. Beautiful home. like And then you gorgeous. Irish goodbye. Yes. But can I tell you something? When I got there. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sloppy Seconds. Weird, you, when, you did it. Oh, I, but I didn't say that stupid little fuck. But uh, I got there. And I tried to go in the main entrance. And it was locked. Um, and I was like, oh, well, I'll go around the side. And this girl was standing there, and she's like, I actually am just a plus one. I don't even know if my friend's here yet. Like, And I was like, oh, great, because I don't know anybody in there, I don't think. So we can, like, support each other. And she was like, oh, great. This is so cool. And we introduced ourselves, and then we walked in together. We, like, walked around. We both said hello to the host because she kind of knows her. We were all talking. And then she goes, oh, there's my tennis instructor, and then left me. Oh, the girl you made the pact with? The girl I made the pact with, she was like, thank you. Like, she literally was like, we're going to be together all night. And I was like, great, perfect. Fake Fake fan. fan. She immediately bolted and left. And then I was like standing near her and we made eye contact and she pretended like she didn't fucking know me. So I just left. And you were in drag? No. (laughs) Can you imagine? (laughs) Honestly, I feel like. You should have. This brings up the other thing that I wanted to talk about. I don't Did think you, if I would have shown up in drag to this party, anyone would have said a thing. No one would have been like, your makeup looks great, your hair looks great. Because just the other day, when I did the Rough Trade Gear event for Lockwood, I was walking through S- Silver Lake. I had to park like four blocks away, and I had to walk there. Not a single person looked at me weird. 
Not a, not a single clock. person. Not a soul could clock. Not a single person even like made eye contact with me. And it wasn't like out of an uncomfortable thing where they were like, ooh, that's a drag queen. I can't. No one wanted to acknowledge that I existed as a drag queen. And I used to hate getting that kind of attention. But now I'm mad that I'm not getting that attention. Now I was like, if I was walking around downtown, every goddamn person on the street would have been like, I love your hair. Your makeup looks so good. Oh, you smell nice. Oh, my God. Let's take a picture. I got nooch in Silver Lake. It's too progressive. Bring maybe, back homophobia. Maybe it was, maybe they all thought it was your outward facing ex- gender expression. Could you imagine if I expressed my gender as a meatball? Maybe you do a little bit. No, baby. I'm out here expressing my gender as Logan at the at the bullet bar. <laughs> Yeah, I stay you, clear up there because I know you go up there and diddle and fiddle. I don't diddle and fiddle there. I actually hadn't been you there. You scope and, it out. What you do is you scope out for future diddling and fiddling. I went there for the first time in like three years yesterday. After the uh, after the party. Oop. Oh, you went to the you you got abandoned at the holiday party and then went to the the bullet. I went. Ho- I drove back home because she lives five minutes away from me. And so then I put went your back home. On. Got them nippies out. Um, I did change my shirt and then I went to Bullet Bar to just see what all the fuss is about because everyone's talking about it's it. Great. I, it's great. I love it. Yeah. Um, someone did come at me hot. Come Do at tell. me hard. Do tell. Yeah. Well, we were talking. Oh, you mean sexually? No. Oh, they no were like, one. I know who you are, and I'm trying to. But they waited until we were like halfway through a conversation to be like, well, I did see your season of Dragula. Baby, you weren't all that great. And I was like, that was eight years ago. <laughs> but thank you for your notes. And then he decided to just keep on razzing me. And his friend who he was with was like, I'm sorry, I don't know what's happening right now. I think he's drunk. And I was like, I just, you know, when I get attacked like that, I turn it on him. And I was like, baby, sweetie, baby, sweetie, you can say all you want about that. But look at the look, look at the at- girls from season one and look at where I'm at. Like, we're, it's not the same. So please don't do that. And then he goes, you know what you need to do is have me on your podcast because I have an opinion and I'm funny and I can say stuff. And I was like, baby, I don't know who you are. Who is it? Nobody. <laughs> Just like a guy. <laughs> Not you saying nobody. No um no strong presence in the queer arena, I guess is what Nobody. Um yeah, it is so interesting. I fall into this trap and people criticize me in the comments about our podcast about this, which is you know, sometimes when people have a public persona that includes sassiness and razzing, when you don't know them, you feel like you can just jump into that if you consume a lot of their content. Like, sometimes we have queens on the show, and I get really familiar. Oh, you get heated. And not heated. I get playful, and the playfulness can be a little, I'm like, you should do better. And I've never met them before, and they've taken time out of their day to drive up to the studio and be on the pod. So I understand how someone who maybe is, like, not a fake fan, but a real fan who listens to the podcast, sees you out in public and goes, oh, baby, let's get to sparring. Because you and but I But why would that. you want to do that with me if I don't even know you? 
Because you make it feel like it's a really good time to go back and forth with you. Until but I, I just want all of our listeners. But I, I just, I just want all of our listeners to know it is not a good time. It's not a good because time. Because I go below is, the belt. Yes, I go below exactly. the belt. And then sometimes you're just trying to be a friend or just trying to be a coworker, and something <laughs> gets said to you, and you feel like shit for like a week and a half. That oh no, a week and a half. Is it the wedgies? Well, sometimes things linger. <laughs> sometimes you can just be like, "Bye, friend," or like, "Thanks for doing the work." I would never. Yeah, I know. You're like, fuck all the way off. Yeah, well, no, when I'm done, I'm like, my bag is packed. <laughs> my bag's packed. I came here and did what I was supposed to do. My bag is packed. Okay, you're not going to That's gonna me at wanna... the end of Fat Slut too. You're not going to There's a sequel? Oh, no, I mean, that's me at the end of Fat Slut as well. Like, <laughs> like at the end of our recording days. Now, hold like... on. What would Fat Slut 2 look like? Well, we're going to have to see. Special announcement coming at the end of January, babies. Oh. Oh. I figured Keep it your out. eyes out. I figured out. it yeah. out. I figured it all the way out, by the way. What? Glad you got that rental or that self-driving car, don't you? Why? I figured it out. I figured your announcement Figured out, out what? I figured your announcement out. That I'm going to be doing a Evil Knievel style jump on my motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, that's in the what back I of out. Rough Trade Gear. Yeah, that's what so. Um, yesterday, I was going to say I'm excited about this, but you're just going to be annoyed and scream at me. No, I won't. I I I just screamed for ten minutes straight. It's time for, to let you talk. Yesterday, I filmed visuals for one of my new songs. I saw the everybody was. You know what? You should have like an NDA because everyone was posting clips of them there. Oh, well, I don't care. Who? <laughs> like everybody that was in it. Like I saw, <laughs> I saw everybody and I went, those are all fat slut people. Well, I did do some, I did scoop a few of your gals. But I love the big boy with the big belly. Yeah. Andrew. Everyone was rubbing on his belly. I, yeah. yeah, he's hot. Yeah. Um, and he loves your party, by the way. And I love him. He likes to just come watch. You know what I he mean? was the guy who dressed up as Steve Buscemi for Halloween and lost. Mm, yeah. Would but die. so we filmed all this content and I'm excited because I'm trying a new experiment. Which is instead of like overly make some big, huge music video that I spend like so much time and energy on and then it like only lives on YouTube and there's like three clips of it on Instagram. Everything we shot yesterday was vertical. Everything we shot yesterday was not meant to be some through line of something. It's just clips. So we didn't even shoot a proper music video yesterday. We just shot what will hopefully become 40 to 50 social media clips. And that's all we're going to be making for the music video or for like the rollout of the song. Ooh, that's cool. After a decade, new strategy, baby. Well, those last night someone was talking about your music videos. They were like, "Who was it?" Someone was, uh oh. So no, in a good way, and I was shocked. They were just like, (laughs) they were like, "I love Big Dipper's music videos." I mean, I was a big fan from like the very beginning, like April Showers, drip drip drop, little April Shower. Like they're like, I watch every single one of them. They're so incredible, and it's like you just don't see that kind of work anymore. And now you're like abandoning that. So, good to know. <laughs> well, not uh, not completely. I'm just like, you know, sometimes like 
I, I, if it's if it's not working, it's not working. Yeah, like it's and you working, can just release like a lyric a s- video with all those little clips and things as a part of it, and exactly. it'll be fine. And literally, if if we promote the song, you got to take a book out of the, you got to follow the youth. Lil Nas X is back to making one thousand TikToks about his new songs, and if the his youth, heart's not in it. You can you can see his heart's not in it. You can see it. his heart's not in it. He's like, oh, I gotta sell music now. He makes great music though. It's so good. I know. Um, you know, like the the I'm trying a new strategy. And listen, if the song becomes a bippity bop and like there's money coming in, and all of a sudden I have like you know triple the bookings that i had last summer then i'll use that money to make a proper big music video and there'll be more media around the song like if people like songs they just keep listening to them so they'll keep consuming the content or i'll use the money to make another music video this is just like a new strategy now which song is this it's thickies which i've been performing live for a while but it's not streamable anywhere so now we're gonna finally like release it and then put out the the video stuff I love that. Thanks. Well, congratulations. And it did look like a fun shoot. And it was you had fun a bunch of and sexy you know people what? there. It was casual, which I never do. I like literally two weeks ago, I was like, should we do a shoot? Do a shoot. And I like made sure I had a camera and a lighting person there. And then I just like DM'd a bunch of people and asked around. And I was like, just come at this time and stay as long as you can. And like we had I had one production phone call and that was it. Like it was the most casual thing that I've ever done. And I still think that there's really good quality content. And I was like, oh, I don't need to stress myself. When the, when, like, if I change the way I'm thinking about it, I don't have to stress myself out so much. That's called growth. <laughs> like a plant, you've grown. Well, yes. Well, yes. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it, baby? Bet. I always think about my work week and how busy it is, and I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now, that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How? What would you use if there was extra time in your if I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would like pick up you more activities hobbies. because I yeah. love hobbies, but I just, I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. You know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this. Like, make a change in how you think. I think we all think, like, that's just how my brain works or, like, this is how I see the world. But those things can shift and change. And you can learn tools in therapy to be like, look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different. Those are things you can talk about with your therapist. Mm -hmm. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. 
Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy. And we're back. You texted me something. Uh-oh. What did oh, I say? You texted me something a while ago. And I believe it was a screenshot of a tweet. And the tweet. No, you texted me a screenshot of a tweet. But you had tweeted it. Or you had engaged with it. It feels like a time travel tweet, and I can't quite figure it out. So can you explain what this tweet says? <laughs> it's from drag queen JP from Boston. And it was, would you go back in time to fuck yourself in an anon, no-load, refuse situation had you been the bottom? Oh, wait. Had you been the bottom host? Let me just read it all as one question. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's a weirdly phrased Would sentence. you go back in time to fuck yourself in a non-no-load refuse situation had you been the bottom host? And I believe yeah. I said yes. So in this scenario, there are two of you. Two of us. Two of yes. you. Two of the person. You've gone back in time. Why do you have you... to go back in time? Why can't you just be, why can't the question just be like, would you fuck yourself in the ass? Because that's essentially what it's well, saying. Well, because What's this the time incorporates travel for? time travel, which is another daring thing. Because what if you get stuck there? You know what I mean? In the butt? You get stuck, stuck in the butt. Now, what movie was it? Back to the Future, where he almost fucks his mom. Honey, and then Roger Bart went to play on to play Doc on Doc Broadway. on Broadway. I hope he sees that clip, and I hope he gets very upset about it. I would. Would you go? Well, you would have never bottomed, but if you were able to would you go back and fuck yourself the way these tops talk about wanting to fuck my ass i would say then yes i don't think my ass is appealing i know mine is to who farts they're like i want to go through there i need to get out (laughs) everyone they say it's so tight yeah your ass gets a lot of um Attention. Attention. I just got new jeans. Gone. I've gone down a couple waist sizes. Got some new jeans. My ass be popping out. People were touching it all night. At the boulet. Boulet bar? At the boulet. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, Lord. Hey, um, do you know that song, In Those Jeans, by Genuine? No. I don't. I know. Boots with the fur. Yeah, the song, the famous song, Boots with the Fur. Apple bottom jeans. Have you ever gone? Let's talk about vacationing. Oh, can we talk about Delta status just for one second? I'm not going to make it this year. I got to do a couple trips and I don't have them planned. So I was in that same scenario, Meatball. And I was. Where are you going? Well, do do you mind sharing what your status is with the people? No. I do mind. You do mind? Okay. So I was. Then I'll be vague as well. How about that? Well, you're gold. Everyone knows, and you're about to be platinum. No, I was platinum all year long. Oh, so you're almost diamond. Gold is the lowest one. No, silver is the lowest Silver is. Silver, gold. Okay. Silver, gold, platinum, diamond. I was platinum all year long. And because Delta has been playing in all of our faces. Right up in our faces. 
uh, we all sort of got freaked out because we were like, oh, they're going to take the visitor passes away or they're going to take the lounge pass and the this and the that and all that shit, right? So then I'm looking, I called up because, you know, there's no calculator. You are not supposed to have that phone number. There, here's, here's what. I call that phone number. I'm still put on hold. And then they go, hello, Mr. Government last name. You're a platinum member. I'm here to help you. So they know. they the, My phone number is linked to my account. Mm, okay. They reroute me to where I belong. It's just a quicker way to get there. Um. Anyhow. I called them up because they don't have a calculator. You can't like go boop, boop, boop. What is going to get me to this status? You can see where your status is, but you can't like go, hey, if I fly round trip to Alberta, Canada, like how many points does that get me? It shows you the miles. It shows you the miles, but the way it calculates is tricky because if you buy it on a credit card or you already have a certain status or a first class ticket versus a Comfort Plus ticket, they all have different values. Mm. So I had this nice person on the phone with me go through and do a bunch of math, and they basically said, if you fly round trip first class... To New York, and no, you can't use miles to pay for it. You have to pay yeah, cash. No, miles don't count. $2,600 to fly Delta One round trip to New York. And you would. But what you won't do is judge me for spending the same amount on a fucking Airbnb. And so I was like, I was like mulling it over my head. And I was like, what does my status give me? The occasional upgrade. Like, that's it. Like, But once, but if you were to get Diamond, it would give, you would always get the, that upgrade. I know, but this time. isn't to get to Diamond. It's just to maintain Platinum. And I was like, I'm not going to do it's it. It's not worth it. I'm not going to do it. It's not worth it. Girl, don't do it. It's Girl, not don't worth do it. it. I'm not going to do it. When I got back. I did from, it. <laughs> when I got back from Pig Week, I looked and it was like, oh. On your way to Diamond for 2025. And I was like, what, 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 what? Something has changed within me. Within Delta. Something is no longer the same. Um, I have the the platinum status for next year all locked in. Congratulations. I will be platinum next year. Next year? Oh, no. It goes back to nothing. Yes, you have to achieve it I'm by the end maintain, of the year. I'm going to maintain gold. Because <laughs> I need to fly somewhere. I need to go somewhere. Can someone book me somewhere? Yeah, and then you and have to I'll call buy and make own... sure how much, like, how many points you get. I literally just need 4,000 miles. I have wow. all, everything else. Okay, well, uh, just book a trip. Maybe, but I don't want. I don't like just going nowhere with nothing to do. I need to do a gig and then like hang out, like fly somewhere to eat some barbecue. Go to Nashville. Nashville. I'll see if Play will have me. Yeah, do a little end of the year twirl. Kick it. Anyhow, scoop it, slap it. I. It's such an annoying, dumb, capitalistic venture, but having the status does feel good. It gets you things. Unfortunately. And it is very capitalist. I more often than not, if if they offer me an upgrade, I end up getting it. Or like if my name is on the list, it like happens for me. Mm, doesn't happen for me. So, are you like wildly depressed about the global geopolitical landscape? Don't do that. Don't do all that grunge. I yeah, it's a fucking nightmare out here. I literally and no one's doing anything. 
I don't know what to do. It, you're just like it's like well, watching here's the problem. every if you talk day. about it, everyone gets mad at you for talking about it and having an opinion on it, and then your Instagram gets like shut down. Yeah, what are they doing? I don't understand. It's like, how does it read what you're? If it's I mean, not pro Israel, it's shutting down. It's Instagram. shutting down the yeah. You have to like use a watermelon emoji in order to show solidarity for people who are being murdered, murdered? and displaced. I yeah like, I, why I try I keep trying to post stuff on my story and it like won't like I'll a couple of them will post but then the rest of them just stay where it's like uploading 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 and then it's like failed to upload. It's just it is just I I I think about historically how you know our country has always been at war okay. and generations upon generations like. You watch, you know, did you ever watch, like, the Wonder Years when you were growing up? No. I didn't really get into that white stuff. <laughs> you lived a completely white life. Yeah, but my parents knew. We were watching other things. We were watching National Geographic. Oh, okay. You got into global. We were, we went global. We went also, global. I don't think, I watched a lot of, when I would have been watching that, we were in the UK, so I was watching, like, British television. Um, refused to oh, that makes cable. sense. We had I, four channels. Channel one, channel two, channel three, channel five. Wait, I thought channel four was lit in the UK. It is. <laughs> oh, you didn't have it. You didn't have the cool <laughs> channel. <laughs> no, when, the reason I bring up the Wonder Years is like, the Wonder Years when I was younger was kind of my first window into a different generation. Because, like, it was, pl- it was like, based in the 50s and 60s. And I didn't, like, I knew that my parents were from that time, but I didn't really kind of, like, understand it until watching that TV show. And that TV show only kind of, like, slightly had a storyline of what was really going on. Like, there were, like, older people who were weird mm-hmm. um, because they were, like, fucked up from going to the war. And there was, like, news in the background and, like, you know, like police brutality and racism in the neighborhood like whatever right they talked about all of these real world things but it was dramatized in this way and i just think like for the last 10 years since the internet we are consuming two things are going on one the media is not all coming from the same place so it's not controlled by one big thing that is like shaping the narrative but also what media should we trust because it seems like they're all telling lies anyway exactly and then two we're inundated with it at all times and obviously the people in the situations that's their reality 24 7 and it's horrific but when you can only sort of understand what's directly in front of you um there's a way to have empathy and a way to like be connected to what's going on globally but it's really hard to truly understand it when like your life is like oh i get up and i'm going to work and i'm you know trying to deal with what's in front of me on my plate so i don't know i just think about it like how generationally whatever in the 70s in the 80s there were huge things going on in the world but people like didn't have it in their pocket if they just like were driving down the the road listening to um like a, a cassette tape and not listening to the radio they weren't getting like news alerts at all times like pushing to their phone or whatever 
Yes. Do you know what I'm trying to say? I absolutely understand what you're trying to and say. And so it makes you feel even more helpless because you're like, what is happening? But also, what am I to do about it? But I think that, like, when I think people misunderstand when uh, when we, uh, like, what, for me, I'm going to speak for myself. When I ask, like, what am I supposed to do? It's not me being like, oh, I can't help. I can't do anything. I'm literally asking, what can I do? I can use our, we can use our platform to, right. like, spread the message. And, and hopefully people don't get offended by it. We can um, donate money. Yes. Call but our it, representatives. Like, those call are all your representatives steps. and ask for ceasefires. But at the end of the day, when they're in the UN fucking like, voting it down, girl, yeah, what the it's fuck? like, what the fuck are we supposed to do? Yeah. And why are they voting it down? Oil. I need to put some fucking dead babies on Twitter. Yeah, it's horrific. It's just horrific. And I don't understand the. the the Impetus. like blindness to the hypocrisy mm. of it. I don't understand how the folks doing all of this violence in general. I guess I'm just so staunchly, you know, anti-violent, anti eye for an eye, anti all of that. That yeah. like I can't even like justify any of it, even if it's like a retaliation. The beginning, the impetus is a, like a retaliation to something. It's just like I don't see it at all. So I'm so hardlined that it's like it doesn't even. There's no justification, but just but right fucking now, stop killing people. Yeah, Jesus. the violence is just for violence' sake at this point. Like they're just destroying. They're decimating, and humiliating people, and stripping people in the streets. Strip and like the. Oh my God! They're the just loading up a bunch of Palestinians to strip them naked and then like humiliate them and then kill them. And like it's, it's like, not. This I is not a like, war. This is a genocide. They are just killing people. And I feel like when I'm consuming that media, what I'm seeing co- is coming from a trustworthy source. But like you said, who knows? Who knows? I just know that some of the videos I've seen and things. It doesn't seem like a fair ba- a fight at all. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it's just a mess. It's awful. It's disgusting. Well, I guess we can call and up again, our elected official, George Santos, to help us figure it out. Oh, I got the, I'm making the, um, by the time this is out, I will be doing cameos as George Santos in a black turtleneck. Stop. Uh, I know his are $500. Mine will probably be, oh, here it goes. Here it goes. Give it to me. Give it to Achoo. Achoo. Honk. Remember when people used to snore like this? Honk Speaking you? of the old days, honk chew, honk chew, honk chew. And now they just snore like this. I didn't know how small a CPAP machine was. I don't have one. But I I don't hey. I'm not fat anymore. Um, but I saw these two guys that are like the CPAP bros, and they were like dancing and yeah, I saw those playing with their CPAPs. And I, I told you I was at a bathhouse at Pig Week walking around, and someone was just in one of the, the rooms. <sighs> snoring away. Ass up? No, the door was closed. You could just literally hear them through the oh, wall. Oh, God. Why would you take a nap in a bathhouse? I don't think that they went to sleep. I've tried to take a nap at the bathhouse. One time I drove down to San Diego. You would. I, you fucking would. And I was so tired. And I was like, I need a place to rest before I drive back up. So I 
got a room at the bathhouse because it was the cheapest, you know, better than a hotel or whatever. It a motel. is cheaper than a hotel. I guess this does make sense, but I hate but it. But when you're in the room, girly, they're giving you... Like, it's just like techno music the whole time. So I was like, oh, no, I didn't sleep. Did you suck a dick, though? A few. That'll wake you right on up. That's like a Red Bull. Zig a zig? Ah. And on that, I'm going to take a break. And we're back. Cole Escola. They have done it. We didn't know if it was a joke or not, but they have finally announced Oh Mary, their show where they play Mary Lincoln Todd. Mary Todd Lincoln is coming to Off-Broadway January 26th through March 24th of 2024 at the Lucille Lortel Theater. OhMaryPlay.com to get tickets. I will be going. Um, I will be flying to New York to see this show, just like I flew for Fagtasia. Mama, we're gonna see theater. I hope they bring it to LA. Yeah. I'm down. It's so exciting. Um, Cole's special was really great as well. Did you watch that? I watched that. uh, Our Home Out West. Our Home Out West. Or is that what it was called? Yeah. I loved it. It really, that really inspired me because I was like, oh, I love that, like, it's really just about the writing and the characters. Yeah. And they did, they did, like, um, you know, they're, they're, the, the production value was, um, specific and consistent, but it was, um, it was not like they had to go film on a farm. Or in an old-timey western city. No, baby. They filmed it on a soundstage and just painted the backdrop. Yeah, like, a bunch of different colors. But I loved the way it was. it was. It looked like, I don't know, it looked like a bad high school play. Yeah, stylistically, on 10, Mama, Mama Sita. It was perfect. Um, well, now it's time for Spooky, Spooky Seconds. So let's talk about this episode of Dragula. Remember, last week was part two of the Battle of the Bands. Uh, Fantasia Barino one, part one, or Gothic and Chaotic one, part two. Right. So Chaotic the band and Orgotic the leader. And then Anna went home after getting nut tonight on her lower back tattoo. Yes. And if you want to see a more in-depth review of this please go watch imho where me oh, yeah. and, uh, and darby recorded a long one because alexis was dead <laughs> since it has been revived okay so the intro skit i f- obviously it was about like space but it kind of felt like time travel and then it was a little bit rocky horror picture show like no was time tra- travel it was about like Yes, it was very Rocky Horror. Like, our ta- our transgendered sister, Mr. Mixer, is going to take us to space. I always forget, and then they would go back and fuck themselves in an on-load, no-load-refuse no situation. They probably would. I always forget that I heard at the, the little end one of likes Rocky to watch. Horror, they are aliens. Yes, from the planet trans 
sexual. No. Yes, sweet transvestite. Sweet transvestite. So the episode begins, and um, they're all like, who should come back and who shouldn't? And everyone is saying, it's Neo's. It's Neo's. She faltered one time. She shouldn't be held accountable, and Anna was just terrible. And then Throb was like, praying it's Anna. Yeah. Throb really sort of Can let I say loose. something? Yeah, go ahead. Throb really did let... Funny that you're in your Lucy LaDuca shirt while you said that. <laughs> Throb this episode made no friends, and... I might believe, can I say men are bitches? Men are I think Throb's a bitch. Like, I think they're a real asshole. The way that they handled everything, I was like, I understand taking care of yourself first, but this was like, I mean, it's edited that way, but like, that's real villain behavior. Yeah, I mean, I think that there is a way to feel that way and be that way without making people feel bad. Like, this happens a lot of times. They were intentionally trying to make JK feel bad. They were intentionally trying to make everyone feel bad. This happens all the time on on competition shows where people have, like, a heart-to-heart. And then at the end, in, like, a casual way, they sort of giggle and laugh. And they say, like, I'm still going to send you home, bitch. Because it is a competition. But but Throb was like, "Um, I'm your friend, but... I want you to leave. And it was like, it was like a little too harsh. Well, and it was also like, they seemed annoyed and there seemed to be a weird edit. Sorry that we're jumping ahead. But when her and, J- or when they and JK were talking, there was like a weird edit where it seemed like Throb got annoyed and stood up and tried to leave and yep. was forced to sit back down. Yep. And I was like, this is not, this is not making you look good. Yeah. And I feel like, well, they might be top, so I won't say anything. But like, if given the chance now and they keep acting like that, the other people are just going to send them home or put them in the bottom. Oh, totally. I just liked when, like, Neo came back in the room and Orc ran up to, to like, greet them. And Fantasia was like, nah, I oh, think they they're fucking. fucking. <laughs> oh, they fucking. Um, Orc was also kind of on one. Like, Orc was like, I never thought Anna had any good looks. JK, I don't think you're talented. Um, Like, Orc Gothic was very... Um, loose-lipped this this uh, episode. I yeah, Orgotic really shooting 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 below the belt for someone that just saran wraps their face all the time. Ooh, slay diva. So who would you want to take out of the competition at this moment? Well, if they had talked to me like that, I would have sent home um, Throb. Yeah, but I think Neo is right now like the the judges' favorite, and I would have to be like, unfortunately. You got to go, Diva. Yeah. I, sometimes I think, <clears throat> excuse me. Sometimes I think the the best answer is the like, the sort of Mount Everest answer. Like. Um, oh, go down the line? No, to like, to aim for the person who definitely is going to make it to the final no matter what, because Ooh. their artistry is that high. So when you're in the group, you're like, oh, Neo. Neo's my biggest competition. Neo's the biggest competition. I'm just She's for Neo. Yes. And then in the in the in the confessional chair, you can be like, "Girl, I'm gonna pop JK out. Then I'm gonna get in Fantasia's head. Then I'm going after Throb. Like I'm gonna make it to the final with Neo. You can't get into Fantasia's head. There's that's nothing true. you cannot get in. She's well, very she, confident. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so what do you think about the video messages? Because they are getting bloodier. They are. There's that's a like theme. Because I think a they're story. They're killing the people. Oh, but those are all. I get it. So it's those people's blood. Those people's. The contestants. 
Um, so the challenge this week is pleasure pl- pleasure planet X. interstellar sex workers. That's right. So, what's your favorite they, sex worker story? The, I have many. The way that they oh, pitched, I said, what's your favorite? The way they I have many favorites. The way they pitched this challenge was floor show look got it but then they were like and you'll have to do a commercial advertising so i immediately thought they're gonna be pulled aside put on a green put screen, on a green screen yeah do a scripted thing it'll be kind of edited so it'll be funny and not to jump ahead but what they end up doing is sort of delivering a live monologue maybe in an unpredictable order like their their cue to go was when a light turned on them like it was kind of a wild version of it, and I think I would have liked it. Would have added to the production value if after they walked the floor show, it was like, now let's watch your now let's watch these, and then you know all the judges look at the screen like this sideways, right? Very drag race. And then I Cynthia think maybe still in looks the like a Muppet. I fucking love Cynthia. There's they can do no wrong for me. They are funny. They have the craziest voice. When they had to do impressions of each other, she's also. <laughs> She's so self-aware that it, like, circles back around. Yes. That she's like, knows that she's making fun of herself all the time. What about the sexy dancing on the table? Girl. Which one of them would you fuck? Mm. None of them, because they're all so young. I feel <laughs> Gonna have like... to give... JK? Oh, my God. You're really going through it over there. He's scratching his eyes like a little baby. I'm like having He's been an allergic sneezing. reaction. Take fucking one of your many allergy pills I off do your need counter. To take a Zyrtec. I'm sorry. I don't know. Fantasia? Yeah, I want to see some titties bounce. She's probably the best at sex. That's true. The others are too young to know what's good for them. What's good for them? So then we get, they all do the sexy stuff. Um, Neo and Orc kiss. Everyone says that when Cynthia and Fantasia kiss, it's like sisters kissing. Well, they just do that tongue thing. They're like, okay, so now we're on to the floor show. Did you you agree with Blackberry when she, hold on. Did you agree with Blackberry when she said bears come like that? When they were like, <laughs> sometimes they do. Sometimes they shake. I like when a bear shakes, but like I have been often been getting an abdominal cramp when I come. You, you've been doing this for a while. You need to take a banana before take a banana. You need to eat a banana before you butt. <laughs> and I think I just need to drink like gallons of water every day from now. On. Yes, uh, it'll cl- help clear up your skin. Don't look at me right now. I haven't been drinking water. Not that your skin is bad. Just <laughs> that's one of the things it does. Jesus. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the floor show. The Boulets are dressed like Monet on season 10. Did you clock that? Team? I clocked that immediately. I was like, I know that fucking quilted fabric. Yeah. Quilted Northern. And the guest judges you ever wipe are your ass with the quilted fabric? David Desmachian and Desmalchen. Lauren Lavera. I know David Desmalchian. Because he's been in a lot of movies that I've seen. Yeah, he looks really familiar. Now, d- was that the kind of smoky eye that Israel spent six hours on on your season? <laughs> no, his uh, Israel's was a little bit more subtle. You yeah, know what I mean? David's it was, was smaller. Wild. David's was wild, but I loved it. It was giving Abora back when Abora used to just slap on black eyeshadow to go out at night. Now, do you know what a sonic transducer is? That's what they were saying. Sonic <laughs> transducer. 
it's so the way they described it was that it would like break down solid solid matter and then move it to a different location. So I need to use that on my deuces. You know what I mean? I wish I could get I wish I could get the poop out of me with that. Ten pounds of poop. Did you know everyone's walking around with ten to fifteen pounds of poop? <laughs> Every adult. Um, <laughs> let's talk about these looks on the fl- the floor show. Throb Zombie looks like a WeHo Go Go Boy from 2008 with orange skin and a little gay boy. And the now, why did you boy? why did you write that little gay boy? I just feel <laughs> little like, gay boy. Why are you crying? Do you remember like when Barbie's addiction first started? And there was three of them. There was three of them, and at that time, it was more like faggot in heels with like spiky leather jackets and those big hats with the reflective letters that say like drama on them. Yes. To me, that's what Throb was giving. Like Throb was, it was like a little gay boy. But I did, I did like all the details. Yeah, I mean the colors, like the were rhinestone cool. nipple, the color was popping, and the to be called hole. Bowser on the. The black hole was very funny. Yeah. Live for the so, black hole. There's like literally someone out my window looking at my cat, but like I don't think they can see me. Okay. Um, okay. JK is a green Martian covered in wet mouths. Thoughts? I thought it was cute. I thought it was interesting. Um, I'm going to say this about this challenge. I wasn't super impressed by like, Really, anyone's the choices, choices, but the a lot of the looks were very cool and interesting. But I think a lot of people were hearkening back to when bitch putting one, yeah, her alien challenge was she painted her body, she painted her body green and then was a waitress, and that was the character. And that was like elevated because it was something that we hadn't seen. But unfortunately for JK and Cynthia, they were like in the same outfit and it and wasn't the elevated, was good with bitch, like. JK's like the fingers were weird like you could see sort of the seam on that it should have just been like a full glove or something and like the whole the whole idea is that I'm covered in mouths so you can like fuck my mouth all over my body fuck one of the mouths they should like there should have been an application of one where you could literally stick your fingers all the way in or like pull a dildo out and like Fuck a full mouth. Like, you know those, like, retractable knives where you, like, fake stab people? Yes! That would have been great. done that into one of the mouths. A retractable dildo. Or something where, like, because all you were doing was, like, playing with the lips of them. And then, yeah, and then, like, I liked the greasy stuff. It just wasn't at the next level. It didn't pop off. And the shorts were a weird fit, and they should have been, like, rhinestone, or it should have been, like... What would the Jetsons wear as a booty short? Like, how do you elevate it into right. something that is more space? Because right now I'm just looking at a green. Uh, I sex did work. like that they were sort of like, well, howdy, y'all. And it was like, oh, oh wait. country and My space. name is like, wah, 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 yeah. Wah, wah. That was or clever. you can call me Lloyd. That was funny. That was clever. Okay, or Orgatik. Uh, it's just the red tentacles. If I see more pool noodles from this cunt. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Blackberry is giving Blackberry is impeccable. Yeah. It's flawless. And now I don't like that they're getting the note that it's too polished. Yeah, get out of here. Shut the, the fuck up. The doll came to party. Uh pumping up the tits, like, the lights, I, the, the character. <laughs> I mean the pumping of the tits was funny, and then the call me at zero one zero zero yeah. one zero one one zero. It was very funny. 
She is a musical theater queen. She's got the comedy down. She can act. She's, she knows what's good. She's my winner. She's Miley what's good. Now, I thought, this is just me, but I thought the Fantasia was a sleigh. Like, they said circus. I was like, that looks like space. We don't know what space looks like. I thought she was poured into the outfit. Like, The outfit was glued onto her body. I thought it was a sleigh, but they didn't live for it. I see how they could maybe not like the headpiece. Right. But but I didn't hate the outfit. You know what? I wish more of them would have like changed their like she could have painted herself purple or something. Like sure. just to elevate it. But other than that, I thought the look was incredible. She was great. They didn't like someone I was talking to was like, I hate that fabric. I know exactly oh, where that fabric's from. But I was like, it's space. It's reflective. It looks different. I liked it. Neo is a Muppet stripper, stone-encrusted, with tits all over her body. Now, the tits on the hip are the most expensive ones. So weird. I feel like she got confused while she was talking, and then she was like, well, I got it. Like, the hip should be the cheapest. The chest yeah, should the be gen- next. And the ones and by the your genitals. genitals that's, baby, that's, that's where the money is. Run, 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 um, and Neo is walking so slow. It's and like, so fucking funny. Yeah. I it, think it's because the ones on, I think sh- they this, just cut like a breastplate into a skirt and just it's around their waist. So yeah. So if there's you no move give too fast, and it's heavy it, yeah. and it's going to fall. So heavy. Yeah. But the shoes were incredible. Those shoes are like a thousand dollars that she was That's wearing. Crazy. She got um, money, honey. So talk me through the acting. Talk me through the acting moment. I didn't love, I didn't love a lot of them. I, I think Cynthia's was the only one that had like a really good joke because she was like, and pick me because I'm the one with brains. And then she revealed like her brain. Oh, sure. Um, JK's was funny. I don't know. I just, it felt weird to watch them like all f- come unfrozen and then walk forward. It didn't help like the sex work aspect of it. Yeah, I really disagree. Like, I think we're both on the same page. Like, it should have been a green screen. It should have been a green screen. They should have been able to pick where they wanted to be or, like, what the backdrop was and then, like, sell the character from that. Because watching them just on stage was just like, okay, I'm watching them do monologues now. Yeah, it just didn't It didn't land. I would have... The live aspect also, I think, made a lot of them kind of perform in a weird way. Because, like, Neo was, like, like, really soft. And then, like, like Throb was, like, pacing back and forth. I don't know. Oh, and then the mistakes in Throbs. The gu- like, let's just never use money guns because they never work when you want them to. You but have I will to give hold Throb- flat. Yeah, you can't hold it up. Um, but what I do give Throb props for is, like, so much attention to detail. Like, having the money be space money, whereas everyone else was just using, like, fake American dollars. Yeah. Like, it just... It was very smart. Was but song. everyone's acting was bad. None of them are stars. Next. So the Boulets were like, oh, was this Pleasure Planner X? Why can't I say that? Was this Pleasure Plan? Oh, my God. Damn, faggot. Pleasure Sport. Planet X. Was this Pleasure Planet X or Muppets in Space? They thought a lot of the people chose, like, not cunty space looks, but. Well, yes. Because everyone went, like, trailer park hooker or, like lot lizard 
Right. And no one, except for Throb, no, or and Neo, but no one wanted to go like courtesan or what like courtesan. You know what I mean? Like escort, call uh-huh. girl, like an expensive diva, which I would have loved to have seen. Wouldn't we all love to have seen it? Cynthia so, is the only safe doll. Yeah, they send her back. And Which then, doesn't make any fucking sense to me because out of the two, out of JK and Cynthia's, no offense to these people if they're listening, Cynthia's was messier. Cynthia had like sweatpants on and like the shoes were weird. And JK's did, was like a little bit more elevated than Cynthia's. I think the argument could be made that Cynthia's was way more cohesive head to toe with a solid concept and JK's was just sloppier. The sweatpants Damn, were bitch. Sl- the sweatpants were sloppier, but it was a choice. She was sweatpants but they were head the same to toe. Outfit. Yeah, but one had like Stretching. body and shape and like whatever. I don't know. Okay. So Blackberry is the winner. Shout out to the dolls. She won her first. Runner, 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 runner. Um, and then JK and Fantasia are up for extermination and they are put in these like metal um, sort of body boxes. They're almost like metal coffins. And then Israel straps a birthing simulator to them so that they have to go through the abdominal pain of giving birth. And Fantasia is like writhing and moaning. It's like pornographic. Well, they said... Yeah, it's very pornographic. They said it was going to be based on, like, who can withstand it the longest and who has, like, a better performance while it's happening. Well, girl, Fantasia swept in both of those categories because JK tapped out. That's crazy to me. And then Fantasia was like, uh, uh, uh. After this, you can call me Fantasia Royale Mama. Mama, because I gave you birth, thing doll. So shout out to her, girl. She's in Watching it to those win titties it. bounce around really does bring me so much joy. Yeah. She's in it to win it. She knows what's up. She came to play. And I'm sure she feels amazing because her and JK had like a little bit of beef. And JK had sort of said some things out of the side of their mouth to her um, to make good television. But like Fantasia, she won that bitch fair and square. She'll be back next week. Oh, yes, she will. Well, that was it for our coverage of. We'll be back right after this. And we're back. Amazon guy. Um, Now what's happening this Friday? This Friday is Fat Slut at Precinct, starring Eureka O'Hara, Six, Big Dipper, Barbara Wire. Yes! Me? I'm performing? How the Mighty Have Fallen. It's only because people canceled. Big Dipper. You booked me, doll. Uh, Yes, you're booked, but we never talked about pay. You, I never talk to you about pay. You just give and me that's trash. That's why you're going to do it. You that's just give you're me trash money and then walk away. I get... Uh, well... That's not true. I still pay more than most clubs and bars do in L.A. You don't Everyone pay me that. more than most bars and clubs do. You don't put on... Well, look, are you going to have backup dancers? Probably not. Okay, well, then you'll get a base rate. You didn't put me big on the poster, bitch. I didn't make that poster. 
They put me nice and small. You listen to my you, name. You're small. bigger than the other girls. You're bigger than the other girls. Well, that's a fact of nature, honey doll, demon baby girl. Whatever. You'll get your individual. You'll get your individual. Yeah, and it'll look like every other one because you only use the same photo of me. I don't, don't make, make the but posters. You're in charge of the girls who make the posters. Kind of. All right. Anyway, it's going to have be a, we got Amber Crane as our signature skinny. Wow. It's going to be a wonderful night. She's going to be naked as hell. Uh, and we're going to have a sexy Santa in the photo booth. Again, the photo booth photos are completely free. So if you want to get a fun picture with sexy Santa, they get emailed to you the next day and then you can use it for Christmas. Um, what else are we doing? Oh, I, the sexy food eating competition will be Christmas themed foods or Scrooge. I'm getting a duck. Boy. Go down to the shop and get me the biggest duck in the window. Do you remember that? No, what's that from? Scrooge. He wakes up after this final night. Which one? The one with Bill Murray? Was there a Bill Murray? I think it's in I think it's in the book. Oh. So it's in all of them. This is what I want to see. Uh, this is I what I want to see. see. A duck. Uh, uh. I want to see a duck. And we're gonna, it's gonna be a wonderful show. Eureka O'Hara and Six are incredible performers, and Dipper will be there too. And I thank you. Would you like to hear a voicemail or two? Absolutely. And what kind of, um, if, if I were to play voicemails out of, let's see, Six. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six. C'est étrange. Je ne sais pas ce qui m'arrive ce soir. Je te regarde comme pour la première fois. Je ne sais plus comment te dire, mais tu es cette belle histoire d'amour que je ne cesserai jamais de lire. Tu es d'hier et de demain. Tu es toujours ma seule vérité. Tu es comme le vent qui fait chanter le violon et emporte au loin le parfum des roses. Par moments, je ne te comprends pas. Thoughts? What? I want someone to translate that, but it was hot. But he sounded like he said Che Diaz at one point. It sounded whispery and hot. This is what I want to see! Cock and Bob! Hi, Slops. This is Ed from Chelsea. Um, by the way, last month, Big Dipper, great show. Thank you. And I thank uh, you. So he's a liar. I just had a question about the, like, mom plus promotionals what what's what's with what's with the sherlock holmes hat and the and the magnifying glasses <laughs> and the still pictures that are like cropped and waddling waddling um always love waddling. The show. have a good one bye-bye i don't know you must not be a Listen, fake fan, fake fan. Y'all don't remember when we used to do investigative journalism? <laughs> That's the Sherlock hat, Holmes, hat, Holmes, honey. Magnifying glass, because we were looking out for the truth. We were. We were looking out for the truth. The, um, the challenge that we're encountering here is that Meatball and I did a couple of photo shoots four years ago, and she has never been open to doing more. That's not true. I have been open, but I don't. I have been open, but I want a specific photographer, and we never get that guy. Which one? I want a Vitella. 
oh, let's set it up for the new year. And also, it's hard because I, uh, some fun fact about me is I don't like getting into makeup to do just one thing. <laughs> I like to, like, get a lot of stuff done if I'm in mug. So, and then also what happened is once we started going video, we always had, like, the little video photo. So, we, it's never felt, like, that urgent. And so, when we launched Mom Plus Gold, we was like, let's go and see what photos we have. And it's, like, the only like ones that we have. Me in the blue dress. And, or, uh, which is or, so old, or us as so Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. So we are not Sherlock Holmes. We are, in fact, two small, young, white um, twins. Yes. What is that song that they used to sing? Pete. I wish my brother was dead, or something like that. Uh. Hey, Slops. Uh, here's a good fuck talk story. So when I was 18, a while ago, I was told they <laughs> to daddy bears. Um, only wanted guys older than me, like in their 50s. Uh, <laughs> wasn't trying to date, I'm just trying to fuck up. So I used to hook up with this couple because uh, they had a hot tub. And I mean, they were hot and I liked the sex, but I mostly was just fucking them for access to the hot tub. Uh, and then they invited me to a Halloween party wherein which I went into an actual church and stole an altar boy robe. And I showed up at their Halloween party in a altar boy robe and proceeded to suck off multiple men in this place. So, um, there you go. That's my fuck talk story. That's probably the heinous thing I ever did. <laughs> All right. Bye, you fucks. I never get invited to anything fun. How did you want it to be? What? Are you asking me or him? I don't know. Like, you like that idea of going to a Halloween party and being an altar boy? I don't like the altar boy part. That's weird. And, yeah. and a little creepy. It's also odd that you stole from a place of God. <laughs> How dare you? I guess it but is I do weird think if you it's are... very bold of you to like run around and suck a bunch of dicks in an actual altar boy robe that you stole. When you're like. 18. That's borderline gross. Baby, you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Baby, that's, you good? That's giving abuse. <laughs> that's giving sexual Abuse. That's giving trauma, mama. Give it to me, trauma. Hey, kids. So, that awkward story about the person who thinks shit tastes like avocados unlocked uh, a story in my brain, and I had to call it in. Um, when I first moved to Portland, also from Portland, uh, when I first moved to Portland, I met this guy on Grinder, and he had the most beautiful ass I've ever seen, and he unlocked something in me. Like when you're from a smaller city, you don't eat ass because you don't you don't trust that country butt. But this guy had the most trust beautiful ass, and he unlocked this insatiable thirst. Come on, sing it. I can't trust that country butt, but I like that city clip. <laughs> unlocked this this insatiable thirst to just eat ass. Like I fuck giving blowjobs. Like I will just eat ass all day. Um. And one thing that he would do was he, I realized that he was like freshening himself up with like a peach scented moist towelette or something. Like there was always Love. like a whiff of alcohol and peaches Love. every time I ate his ass, which I was like, yeah, it's not necessarily, but I appreciate the touch. But um, I got this job like temporarily at a, like a barbecue place and I would randomly at work just get so horny. And I had no idea why the fuck I was getting so horny until I realized that when people, sometimes I would get a whiff of people um, 
of opening their little moist toilets to wipe the barbecue sauce off their fingers. And if I got a whiff of it, it would make me think of eating his ass and I would get extremely horny. So, yeah, that was an awkward thing I had to deal with for a few months, but it's okay. We're better now. No, no horny moist toilets, but still eating ass. Anyway, love you guys. Bye. The minute he said he would wipe it, I was like, with a moist towelette, probably. With those little fucking... I like. I prefer the lemon ones. I've never smelled the peach. I appreciate this person um, cleaning up. I appreciate a little wipe through. Like, um, here's something you shouldn't do. In my my personal experience, if you leave the house fresh and clean, your ass is completely clean. You're ready to go. You feel amazing. Don't wipe up with a toilet paper in the bathroom before someone gets into your butt. I'm saying if you haven't gone to the bathroom, if you're just like, I just want to double check that I'm good. Cause then little bits of the toilet paper get on there. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It should always be a moist towelette. It should always be like a wipe. It should always be. And having that handy is really nice. Cause you know, give, give your, you need to present a clean surface for your your um your partner to express themselves artistically. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean I've never encountered like a shitty butt, so I don't know. But and the, every time I've eaten an ass, it's like fresh out the shower. Lace with baby powder. But I told you the Dingleberry song or story, right? Song. <laughs> <laughs> Sing it. You can't cross that cunt. You can't trust that country, but because it's full of dingleberries. That actually sounds like a jingle. You can't trust that country, but because it's full of dingleberries. Um, Come no, on down. I was, We're on I-5. <laughs> I was uh, performing in Portland for Portland Pride. I was staying at a hotel. Um, I was kind of in my Craigslist era, what was just like in town on business, staying at a hotel, down to suck dick, whatever. Candlelight beauty. And some guy like hit me up and was like, I'll be there in 30 minutes. I was like, great. And he came over and I sucked his dick. And then we, he sort of like laid, it was kind of like a, I was laying on the bed and then he like bent over and I uh-uh. was able to look up. Uh-uh. And it was Dingleberry City. No, was it wasn't. Like, oh, no. And there was like a piece of toilet paper stuck in there. And I'm like, bro. Shower. Shower. Scrub your butts. Scrub them. Get into a squat. Scrub your butt. Scrub scrub your taint. Scrub you the back end of like- your balls. Yes. You should scrub the inner si- the inside of your thigh where it meets your taint. It should all be scrubbed. Scrubbing bubbles. That's also how you get rid of that chub rub color. Yes, the discoloration is real. All right, last last call. Yes. Well, fuck, I missed my exit. So, guess that's what I deserve for recklessly driving into West Hollywood and calling into podcast. Goodbye. Well, it's fucks. beginning to look a lot like Christmas. <laughs> Was that the end? Yeah. I I love it. Well, I missed my exit. <laughs>
there is nothing more frustrating than like being aware of your exit and then just like going away on another thought for a moment and then you're completely fucked. Well, you know what's worse is when you're you're going somewhere. This happened to me the other day. I was like, oh, I'm going to run downtown and grab some fabric. Guess where I ended up? The fucking recording studio. With the complete opposite direction just oh, the whole time. Oh, because it's two places that it's you go to regularly. two places that I consistently go to. And in my brain, I was like, we're going to do this. But something about like thinking about work made me drive fully th- 20 minutes in the other direction. Did you map and then I, to the recording studio? No, I don't. I know where it is. I take. The I know same where it is too, but time. I still put the thing in the map for two reasons. Well, that's because you want to know how long it's going to take to get there and how bad traffic is. Yes, and because I also want to double check that I'm going to the right place. It's literally never happened to me before. I've missed my exit a couple times, but luckily, like my house, you can. There's like two. Like if I miss it, I'm like, oh, I'll just go. Your to the house next is one. a traffic jam when that's, you're already you're already late. late. It's a no. <laughs> it's a no parking sign when you're already late. That's for me. That song is just when you're already late every time. Good. That's my life. Yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. Thanks, everyone. Happy Tuesday. Hit the play button, fags. Goodbye. Well, oh, thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. You can follow us on Instagram at SloppyPod. You can send us an email at SloppySecondsPod at gmail.com or call in with your own fuck talk story to 213536. Nine one eighty. Thanks, everyone. Goodbye. To get access to our full uncensored video episodes, ad free, and one day early, sign up for Mom Plus Gold at mompodcasts.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, aka Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Engineered by Margot Padilla. Editing and sound design by William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.